1: hello and welcome to another episode of the one-on-one podcast i'm your host juan i just got done talking to manolo perez from the the manolo show manolo is a comedian he makes youtube videos and he's known for making videos at sex conventions and as i mean again sex conventions you probably think some crazy stuff has happened at those conventions and he's experienced some things that it's just like, what? So I had him on the show. Super cool guy. Check out his work. Uh, super funny. And this episode is definitely going to be not suitable for work. Uh, we talk about sex and in detail. So uh, just a heads up with that. But without further ado, this is Shooting Pornos with Manolo Perez. And we're live. Manolo, thank you for being on, dude. Um, yeah, I welcome to the show. Like I told you before, I had I've watched your video. I saw your first videos on Facebook, and it's it's my type of comedy, dude. It's you're funny as hell. You do comedy too, right?
2: Yeah, oh, I, and and thank you, man. Thank you.
1: It's funny, and when I started this podcast, I I've I want to invite different people on that that are good at their craft and who find a niche in whatever it is in life you know i've gotten to the point in my life where it's like i i I need a sense of direction and and i think everybody struggles Mm -hmm. with this because existential crisis yes yeah bro what makes like we're so conditioned by society what makes a like your life, your life, you know what I mean? Like what makes a good life a life? Cause you have all these famous people they are super rich and they're committing suicide, bro. Like, and they're super mm-hmm. rich. So it's obviously not money. Uh, what is it? So before we get started, what's your social media, what's your YouTube channel? Uh, so people can check your workout. It's definitely, I know you got some stuff that's not suitable for work on there. Yeah, I think but... most
2: of it's not suitable for work, but
1: <laughs> it's hilarious. So what what's your social media so people can find you?
2: Uh well if you want to find me and you're watching this podcast, it's uh the Manolo Show and pretty much everything Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, uh Instagram, Pornhub, <laughs> <laughs> X videos. Um nice. yeah.
1: Um so this is a question I ask everybody who comes on the podcast. And again, I like to get philosophical with things and I like to break things down. I'm that kind of person. Uh, who is Manolo Perez?
2: Mm, who is Manolo Perez? Well, let's see. Manolo Perez is a fat ball guy from Puerto Rico that somehow people find entertaining and he doesn't know why. And he just exists <laughs> and brings happiness and he has no clue why or how to do it. He just exists and people seem to like him. That's it. Yep, that's pretty much it. Like I think I was practically made to be funny. That's it. I don't even know. Like I, I I don't I don't even try to be funny. Like if I try to be funny it doesn't work. I just exist and people laugh. So I don't know, man.
1: Well, you know, everybody has their own thing and and that's my problem that I don't feel that I've 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 found my thing. You know mm. what I mean? Like everybody has, you know, some people can draw, some people can can write. Some people can play guitar real good. I've done like I have a bunch of hobbies, and I haven't found that one thing. And I'm notorious for starting things and not finishing them. And I haven't found that one thing that I'm like, this is it. You know, this is what I want to do. So I started this podcast because, uh, I, I just want to learn about different people's opinions and and mm. you know their 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 ideology behind things. Um, what is the Manolo Show and what do you do on there, bro?
2: Okay, so, um, well, first of all, before I answer that question, how old
1: are you? I'm 25.
2: Ah, see, that's why. You think you're supposed to know what you're supposed to do when you're 25, but you don't. Cabrón, I'm 34. I'm 34, young, bro. but I somehow, I don't know why, but I don't look 34. I look like I'm in my 20s. But um, like I'm 34. And I don't think if I go back to when I was 25, it's nothing like what I am today or, or what I do today. Like before when I was 25, I think I just worked at a college teaching students how to make graphics and shit. And I had no idea that like six years later, I wasn't going to be like doing this and having people watch me from around the world. So it, it like your thing you don't find it, your thing finds you. I think that's that's good, how, that's that's how I like that. that's how I I would say it. Like, like now I can answer the other question. Like the Manolo show. Like I mean, this is the definition that somebody gave the other day. It's the Avengers of a fat Puerto Rican man with a Russian hat and his psychic robot across magical worlds of titties and asses in porn conventions, and sponsors. <laughs> That's the definition that literally somebody went like, what's the Manolo show? And he wrote it in a comment. I was like, I screenshotted it and I was like, this is it. Thank you. Because I'm, um, I i do not know. Like, it's very weird because sometimes uh, like, the way I see it, like I always wanted to do the Manolo show, but I didn't know what exactly I wanted to do with the Manolo show. But then like, I did a bunch of shit that prepared me for this it's kind of weird. Like life finds a way, man. Like you don't really expect to to do stuff. Like if you would have told me when I was twenty five, like you're going to be sticking your face into porn star chicks' asses, <laughs> I would have been like, you like living the life. Yeah, like like I don't know, man. Like I I would have never. I mean, I always knew that I was kind of funny, but I never knew that I was actually going to like walk around and have people stop me and go like, I love your content. They I watch it with my wife like there was a kid from Indonesia that messaged me like he's like super poor but they got like one friend that has a tv so they'll go to that friend's house to watch my shit and i was like what that's
1: <laughs> what, crazy dude what
2: is this i'm i'm like here i am like making just random shit in my computer and like uh you know and and it's kind of like weird because uh this technically right now i think it's i would say it's my job but like When you're doing something first for the fuck of it, like, you don't really think about stuff. And then you're like, oh, we need to make money. Oh, I got to pay my camera guy. Oh, shit. And then when you start thinking seriously, like, it kind of switches perspective. But at least you're... Like, it doesn't, like, stop being fun, you know?
1: Well, that's the thing, you know, and I've talked about this before, to where if you... Obviously you know, you, everybody wants to make money because money is the motive, you know, every everybody needs to make a living. You have bills to pay. That's, that's the, and that's, that's the messed up part about society that we depend on this, on this piece paper. of paper yeah, man. that is given value from, from like, from what, you know, like it's, it's, this is, oh, it's worth this much. Like, like cryptocurrency, you know, it, it has no backing, but yet yeah, it's worth so much money. So mm-hmm. when you stop looking at it, it's art what you do is art you know comedy uh what you're doing is art and it's a craft so once if as long as you enjoy the process of making it the rest will come and obviously uh how long have you been doing it for well let's see uh i would
2: say that the official official start of the manolo show because i i i kind of think it's a weird process because let's say that i have th- been doing this for two years because it it's actually three but we're not gonna count hurricane maria because nobody did wow, anything yeah. and we didn't have power so i kind of like started before hurricane maria and then maria happened and then i didn't do anything for like six months and then i went to australia and then like i had a girlfriend and i forgot about my shit because i was like with the girlfriend so then i didn't do yeah. anything for like seven more months and then i went like holy shit i can't let this shit die because people like like it and it's the only thing that i have that's actually my mind so i was like fuck you girlfriend i'm gonna do this now so then it that entire 2017 i mean 2019 was like we grinded conventions and we went everywhere so i would just say that that it's two years if we count out the dead parts between me you know trying to insert my penis into a vagina and because
1: <laughs> you you've grown like as far as as your channel and stuff like that and you know what you were talking what you were saying earlier like finding something and that's a thing that i that i like with this podcast people are like oh you should base it you should base it off of of, of one thing like and that's kind of hard and mm-hmm. i mean you probably know this like basing it off one thing because what happens when you run out of material you know, um, and, and what is it you do on the Manolo show so people know exactly?
2: All right. So what I do in the Manolo show, um, it the, the the basis of the thing, right, is the, the main process is I go to sex conventions uh, or fetish conventions and I interview people and do weird shit for the camera and just be funny. Um, obviously, you know, there, there's filler videos, which is just me talking to the camera, just normal YouTube shit. But most of it is basically you go with me on this magical adventure to find weird people and see fucked up shit. And in a funny, safe way, because you really don't make fun of people and you don't see blood or titties, but it's kind of like a little adult-oriented. Like, if you were to watch it with your grandma, she would probably be offended, but it's perfectly safe for 220. That, yeah, like... <laughs>
1: um, yeah, dude, like, can, can you... What's, like, the weirdest... I. And I want to ask you about this one uh, particular experience, in in particular. Yeah, Yeah. and I think I know. I think you know which one I'm talking about. When you Mm put your face in the dude's ass.
2: Ah, yes, yes, the most (laughs) traumatic experience ever.
1: You go. Can you break that down a little bit?
2: All right. So, um, the guy was. So my videos basically, uh, they have a little formula to them. Like you go around interview people but the video keeps growing in intensity and eventually it gets to what they call the for science moment which which is something that uh just steering a little way up uh, a little way from the question like um uh, this is something like i know maybe might help you in the future but you don't really choose your things uh that you say or they that become like the thing like People choose it for you. And this is what I mean. Like, I said once that I like chicken nuggets, and people now think that I'm obsessed with chicken nuggets. I once, only once said hi, and it became like a staple within my fans.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I
2: like that. So, so people like choose for you. And then you got to, ju- the most important part when you're creating content is you got to actually listen to your people. So, you got to watch carefully and see what people like the interaction that that you have with them, with the fans. And that's how you kind of like make your, your, your show because um, you see the first time that I did the for science was because I put a meme. I was, I wasn't exotic at Chicago and there was this lady called Miss Lisa. She's like a dominatrix, but she also uh, do uh, has like, uh, she offers an experience that's like a mommy fetish. So, basically she grabs guys and pampers them and then spanks them and she's like your mommy and like for some reason like at some point of the conversation i don't know if she liked me or something she like stuck her foot near my face and then the camera guy looked at me weird and i saw his face and i was (laughs) like this is the time i must suck on this lady's foot so then i put like this for science meme of um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. So I sucked on her foot and it was horrible, but I did it for the camera and I was like, oh my God, I can now work on jackass. Great. Um, but then like people adapted it and they became like the for science, like people were do this for science, for science. And, you know, uh, then we went to Feccon, and I did something horrible for science. And <laughs> then we went, we went some weird shit, bro. Yeah, but then in ABN, uh, and this is the thing: when you when you're making content out of the blue, like uh if you're in your house, you ha- have certain control what you're gonna do. But when you're in a convention, you are basically at the mercy of the elements because you don't really know.
1: Especially, everybody's yeah. different.
2: Yeah, because you don't know what you're gonna find. You go there and you're like, okay, maybe I'll find very cool hot chicks. Maybe I'll find a very cool fat guy you don't really know what you're gonna see. You're just there and you gotta work with it. That 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 you gotta work with what you find. It's kinda like improv, Improv. And um so what happened was uh we were at the ABN's in 2018 and we recorded a bunch of footage but like me and my the the camera guy that I had at the time um were like we're still missing that key thing that will make this video great we're missing that so we wanted to find like a very... pressure's on yeah yeah because we knew like out of the footage that we, we knew we have funny moments but there was like we were missing like the funny like the, the ultimate moment and we were like what the fuck are we gonna do and then we went into this room and there we saw this like this gorgeous guy ass that's the only way that i can describe it <laughs> like, there was, like, this guy kneeling That's forward. That's not gay, right? That's not gay? No, I'm not gay. But these guys, uh, b- like, his butt. If, like, I was, like, uh, if it, this was, like, uh, a Serrano ham, this would be, like, the top-tier Serrano ham ass. Like, I looked at it, and I was, like, holy shit, what the fuck? Because this guy was, like, uh, uh, kneeling forward, and his ass was sticking out of a, of a booth. And then my camera, my, my guy zoomed on it and he's like, Cabron, you got to stick your face into that guy's ass.
1: <laughs> and
2: I was like, Oh God, I don't know, Cabron. And he's like, Cabron, you got to do it. This is it. And then we go to the guy and he's like this gay porn star. His name is Wesley Woods. And he's like the gay porn star of the year, the year before. He was like the gay porn star. And we're talking to him and I'm like, can i like put my face in your ass for youtube and he's like yes you may and i'm like okay so he started the interview oh, so because he's like because he, he has seen one of my videos before so he was like you come here to stick your face in my ass and i'm like oh wow is, he already like knew so we're like <laughs> okay and then we we're gonna do it and i'm like kind of shaking inside and i'm like oh god oh god oh shit okay i'm just gonna do this quick And I'm going to slow it down on post-production and people won't notice and it's going to be great. But the problem was um, I, I kneel down and I begin to stick my face into his ass. And then like a chick next to me yells like, but do it for real. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't look real. Then fuck it. So I stuck my face directly into his ass as far as I could. The problem was he was wearing like a small thong. So, I could feel his butthole wrinkles in my nose. And then I was like, oh, cabron, this is his butthole. And I could feel like the little, the the little twink, like the little blinking of his asshole in my nose. And then, like, I wasn't prepared for having balls in my mouth. Like, his balls were directly on top of my mouth. And the thing is that I, I thought, like, you know, man, you know, having a beard. Uh, might protect me from testicles but no cabron like i felt the huge power of the testicles in my mouth And, um, and this guy is actually gay and he's actually gay and he was like literally pushing my head farther into his asshole and i was like oh god and then like um he has like he had like this one hair i'm not gonna forget this he had like he has like this one hair that was like extra hard like a nail and that fucking hair was like on top of my bottom lip and it was horrible and i was like oh so i like stuck my face out and i bit into his ass out of retaliation
1: on his cheek on his cheek
2: yeah his ass cheek like i, I bit on it and then he's like oh i like that i'm like no you're making this worse the, the, the thing is that um we do it i get up i go like oh god and then uh, angel Uh, he goes like how don't we got to do it again because like the light on the back it looked dark we got to do it again i'm like oh so we had to like do it again but the second time i was like you know what i'm gonna make sure we don't have to do this ever again so i licked his ass i I mean his butt (laughs) cheek i bit on it again i stuck my face even harder i was like i did it full power and then he's like he turns around he has like this huge boner and i'm like oh god okay
1: damn i'm bro. gonna go
2: to the bathroom and i remember going to the ba- i remember feeling dizzy i went to the bathroom i vomited and then like i i i really I, yeah i went to the bathroom i took the ultimate puke chunky town i went to chunky town in the bathroom and then i looked at myself in the mirror and i was like what the fuck have you done <laughs>
1: And then, like, yeah, I, so you you were like disgusted with yourself after you did that.
2: Come on, my face wasn't somebody else's ass. <laughs> Not even because if it was like a chick, that yeah. that you know at least was hot, I would have gone like, okay, because I did that in the factcom video. But there was a guy balls on your chin. Yeah, but there the, the was a guy's ass, and it had like a particular mm. minty smell, which I have like no idea. Like I don't know if he like glycerine his ass before. I have I don't know. And then like, I remember like literally grabbing soap, and almost polishing the first um, layer of skin out of my face. Like I remember almost ripping it out because I washed my face like ten times. And then, like, um, I remember going, like, you know what, Manolo? At least out of all the asses that you could have done this, it was the gay porn star of the year's ass. Yeah. And the, I think not I just any ass. Yeah, like I, I deleted that from my brain. Like I, I, I literally forgot about it until like we how got. How many
1: views did that get, dude?
2: Oh well, that video's got like 200k views, but it took like a while because you see the problem i mean i'll go into this detail later but you know adult stuff gets shadow banned on youtube um but like it it i remember i remember forgetting about it and then getting back to puerto rico and then start editing the video and going like what the fuck did i do but at the same time i knew this was gonna put me very well with the gay community I was like, the gay community is gonna go like, I love this guy, and the gay people have a lot of money, so I was like, this is gonna be great. Um, but yeah, that that that's the story about the, the the porn star guy and the horrible thing that I did.
1: Wow, that's you know has that mentality like do it for the likes and like the the links nowadays, especially you know obviously you know this, but the links that people go through nowadays uh, to you know earn that internet fame and and the extremes that they'll go to you know all these challenges coming up like you know be a dumbass challenge today or be this tomorrow
2: yeah it's just that the internet it's a weird place and it's a dark weird place it's a weird place but it's also a weird place for content creation because sometimes you go like you know this might work people will like this and you do it and you get shit views and nobody shares it and you're like "Fuck," but then you do something very stupid that makes n- absolutely no sense, and people love it I, I think well I- I- even in- I've been doing this for like two years, and I don't think I have found a formula yet. I feel like really I'm, yeah I feel I feel like yeah, because you need to constantly grow and change. I mean, I do have a formula for editing my videos because I edit them myself but you yeah. never see
1: that it's a, it's a different type i like it. it's like almost like a meme style uh uh you know a meme style uh there's like a meme style to it i like yep. that about it like all the different sound effects and then uh subtitle subtitles, the subtitles yeah, I know. when you don't match them
2: <laughs> yeah the, the fucked up words you know the subtitles this is this is how life prepares you like the first videos that i did um literally the first first videos i was in a baby shower in north carolina and i'm sorry uh in sacra- on top of sacramento sorry i was in a baby shower there uh with a friend of mine and she's like kind of a, like a hippie and she wanted to give birth in the middle of the woods and like i was in her baby shower and they fed a bear they had like a, a pet bear and there the, the was like a a, a trailer trash house. They had like a bunch of broken cars. It it it. She's what my best friend. and I love her. But the house was like so fucking weird. Like I slept with a rooster. Like the the house there was a rooster <laughs> in my room, and I was like nobody's gonna believe this shit. So I started like making little blogs about it. Um, and uh, I, I did it with my old cell phone. And you know I spoke in Spanish but i knew that my friends from the states weren't going to understand so i wrote as a joke the subtitles all fucked up like when i would say something like pussy i would write p o o c s e a and the broken english was on purpose too because obviously as you can see i can speak normal english but but the broken english i realized that i could speak faster in broken english than normal english so i was like i'm just going to talk like this all the time fuck it today we are here to touch the pussy are you guys ready i am ready it's
1: because you're hispanic too you got that accent so it makes it it makes it that much better yeah yeah but much more authentic
2: but i also noticed that when i speak in broken english i actually think in spanish so it's faster to come up with insults than english in english i will have to like wait find an appropriate word in spanish it's like Cabron, look at this fucking this fucking cabron. Now we're going to have to watch yeah. the crack. Ay bendito.
1: <sighs> ay, cabron.
2: Yeah, and ay cabron de pussy. Papi pretzel. Yeah, all that shit, you know. Those weird, weird, stupid words that make no sense, but then everybody was like, oh my god, like I invented like a, a language. But um anyway, the point is that the subtitles came like that. And like the meme editing, like it was. Like, cause I, my normal job, I do a bunch of video editing and, and graphic design. That's and,
1: what you do. That's what, that's your experience. So you yeah. have experience doing grap- what well, you do, graphic design as well. Yeah. I do graphic
2: design and, and motion design and animation and 3d and shit. So this is the oh, thing. This, this is what I say that when you find your thing, the thing finds you because I have no, like. this all started like the initial uh thing this all started because there was a i was working with a weird uh i already started doing stand-up but i was working with a weird guy that he had like a lot of money and he wanted to make like a like a porn video game so i was like okay sure so you start making this game that was like a piece of shit game and he's like where can we go to uh, to um promote this and i'm like well you know there's this porn star convention called exotica that i heard about once in tv but whatever and then he's like oh well let's go there and i'm like uh i'm poor and he's like no no i'll pay for everything and i'm like okay so we went to that exotica and uh what year was this this was 2017 we went to the exotica but i never knew that this was gonna go like this I, i i just like started making like my first videos were like random blocks with my phone. And then I wanted to, I went through the, the let's make video movie reviews phase because everybody wants to make movie reviews. But I I made movie reviews out of like very bad movies, but nobody watched the videos anyway. Thank God they were horrible. And uh, so when we went to that convention, I happened to like have my camcorder um, because I wanted to like film shit, but I didn't want to make like a video. I just wanted to like film random shit and then like i accidentally kept my friend's sound recorder uh and i mean accidentally because legitly it was an accident i forgot to give it to him and then like when we went to that convention like we went to talk about the game but then there was like a period of, for like four hours that i was alone in the convention so i grabbed the random guy and i was like here i'm gonna give you forty dollars hold this camera and he's like sure <laughs> and like we went around there and I just like did like a little loop around the convention. Just I grabbed the microphone. And I randomly talked to people, but I didn't think of anything. I just like it really took me like an hour and a half. And then when I got back to Puerto Rico and I saw the footage, I was like, oh, OK. And when I edited that, my friends were like, this is the greatest shit that I have seen. Put it on the Internet. And I'm like, OK, but it, like I never was thinking, thinking of like nothing of it, thinking nothing yeah. of it. And then I put that video, it gets like 3,000 views, uh, 300,000 views. And then all people suddenly start messaging me like, oh, come to Fetcon, do a video here. Oh my God, you're welcome to all the exoticas. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I opened up a can of
1: worms. Like, what the hell did I just
2: do? Yeah, yeah. But then, like, you know, there's this saying that says, like, luck is when opportunity and skill meet. Mm -hmm. So, like... I basically feel like me working uh, in a college, teaching graphic design to people, doing stupid shit, uh, that all literally became one single entity. That moment that I made that video, like every single thing they already had, like, you know, see I, I like memes. I knew how to edit. I knew how to do stuff. I knew how to speak English. I knew how to like be funny. So it all came together into this massive now growing shit that's called the Monolo show, which is like because i never really took it seriously until like late 2018 when i was like oh wow people are actually sad because i haven't made a makeup video this
1: is a this is a thing and and you know to touch on what you said earlier when you're trying all these different things and obviously listening to your audience uh the internet you're always going to have an audience because there's even if it if, even if it doesn't resonate with everybody it'll resonate with some people yeah and that'll be your people and you know, going back and forth and being, again, it's art. So you're able to experiment with different techniques and different things. And if people didn't like that, you know what, switch it up. You know, if if you got less views on that, it's like, oh, what did we do differently from the one that was successful before that one? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you adapt. And like you said, hopefully you end up finding a a formula, like you said earlier. Yeah, but But,
2: it kind of works like that. But at the same time, like, you know, when you start taking this seriously, seriously, you start, um, cause I'm, um, I, I, mean, I went through a phase because the, 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 problem is most of my content, um, the problem is most of my content is, uh, obviously it has to do with porn stars, uh, sex, there's asses. Um, and then I went through this phase where I went like, I
1: like that there's asses.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's asses, there's asses, there's titties, there's chicks, there's fat ladies on scooters, um and you go through this thing where you go like all right so i'm not making money each time that i go on a trip it's great because obviously you get the satisfaction from the people you get the 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 people liking your stuff which is the greatest i mean i think the greatest feeling is doing something and then just seeing like a bunch of people go like i love this because that 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 feeling that that you're making art that that the people chose you as their champion that all the fat guys in Puerto Rico went like this is our this is our leader now we
1: did, if we can do it we, we can do it
2: yeah cuz I, I i say that i'm literally the champion of the fat guys cuz like if you look at my fan base they're all fat and they're all they really? they're mostly all fat they all like the same shit and they like they stopped me at the mall. Like today, I got stopped in the mall by a guy. And he's like, I watch everything you do, every single live stream. You made one at 3 a.m. And I went on it. And I'm like, this is kind of creepy, but okay, thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but, but people like it because... I'm sure you got chicks too, though. Yeah, I, I'll go into the chick department later.
0: Oh, there, yeah. there,
2: there's chicks. There's chicks. The problem is that it's a certain type of chick yeah most mostly mostly it's a certain type of chick like um and speaking about chicks it sometimes gets like very um how do you say this when you're kind of i could say i consider myself being like sort of famous so when you are kind of famous sort of famous well i mean sort of because i don't want to say that i'm famous famous but i get stopped yeah. at places you know if somebody asks you once like hey how is it to be famous it's basically just being exactly equally poor but people stop you for pictures it's the same shit <laughs> it's the same shit it's it, it's like just like being like a weird like that guy that that um did that bed intruder song the one that from the i think it was like 10 year 4 year i don't know like 8 years ago that they got into his house and then like try to rape rape his sister and he was like oh we're going to find you and then somebody made a song out of that it's kind of like that like that guy has no money. I haven't seen that. It's like an old meme. It's like being a meme, basically. Like you get no money. A walking from it, meme. I'm walking meme, basically. That's how it's like to be famous. And uh, so the thing is that that um, like sometimes when people talk to you, you start when once you realize you're famous and people want to like chip in on your fame and they think you have a lot of money. But I actually, because they're like, how do you travel so much? And I'm like, well, let's see. I live with my grandma and I work, I save money, I don't buy shit. And then like I spend $2,000 to fly somewhere and make a fucking video and come back. And then I'm poor for like two months or three months. And then we do the same shit again, rinse and repeat. I mean, now I'm actually making money of it. But like at first it was like super hardcore. Um, Yeah. But So, so when you're, like, dating someone or you're trying to date someone, it's kind of hard sometimes because you're like, oh, wow, this chick is only talking to me because I'm famous. And you're just waiting for the moment when the chick goes like, oh, can we send a selfie to my boyfriend in the middle of your date? And you're like, oh, great. What? Yeah, this has happened. Like, I once went out on a date and then I get there and then her boyfriend is there and I'm like what the fuck and she's like he's your biggest fan and the guy's like oh my god i watch all your videos and that was like the most awkward but didn't know it was a
1: date to begin
2: with no it was i'm pretty sure when you tell a chick like hey you want to go to dinner with me friday night i'm pretty sure that counts as a date and that's not a that's not a a friendly get together you don't say to a chick yeah that you go like hey you want to like especially a chick that you talk to every single day or like yeah yeah I got or, or like the other time that i i started talking to a girl and i was like oh oh this is gonna be cool and then like like a day before we were supposed to get coffee she's like oh i have a daughter and i'm like okay and then the same day that we we're gonna get coffee oh and i have a boyfriend and i'm like okay
1: <laughs> this is information yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have yeah I, I get what you mean i mean i i know where you're coming from but but that's the thing with women, dude. The thing with women is that they'll, uh, some, some are scumbags, dog. And, and yeah. like, they don't come through, like they don't say the full thing and they'll like lead you on.
2: Yeah. And then you go like, Oh and... wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't really yeah, care yeah. at this point. Cause I, I mean, I'm single and thank God. Cause you know, there's some things that I do in videos that I couldn't do if I wasn't single.
1: Yeah. I got you.
2: Yeah. Like the... yeah, a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but like at the same time it's like hey, oh well you know yeah you know, sometimes you gotta like watch out for your shit you know because when you're kind of like well known people want to take advantage of you because people like i remember before nobody would talk to me like i will get like zero zero tinder matches and shit and now if i open tinder i at least get like five <laughs> which, which is more than Cause they know who you are Because they know yeah they they go like and, and they're, like, almost certainly the certain type. Like, there's, like, a certain type of girl that likes my videos. And there's, like, a certain type of guy. Like, I, I already, like, identified the crowd. I was like, okay, so this is the people that I got to sell my shit to. um
1: Well, you, you, you're you going to a place. So, like, you know, that's the thing with society. Like, what you mentioned about, like like, people, oh, you got money. They automatically assume you have money. But it's, like, they don't see behind the scenes. And I was actually talking to my fiance about this the other day, how sometimes we'll stop ourselves from posting either our accomplishments or like something because people envy what you have. You know, it's like, oh, if you post this, you're showing off. And it's like, no, it's like this is, you know, either this is my job or like, you know, this is something I feel good about, you know, like what you were talking about earlier about how it's a good feeling when people give you that positive feedback and that positive criticism, Mm -hmm. because you're putting so much time and energy into something and to see the fruit of your labor, you know, uh, uh, bring results. You know, that's a good feeling because, you know, all the work that you're putting in, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's paying off and it sucks when, when you start a project or you start something or you post a video or you do something and you put all this work into it and it goes nowhere. You know, that's when people, either quit or they stop doing it and um yeah you know every i I think everybody can relate to that
2: yeah you know now that you mentioned this um you know because that there comes like a certain frustration with being a content creator and it's like i remember when i said the internet is very unpredictable like there is some things that um like for example um each time that i make a video the base cost It's around $2,000. To start off. Yeah, because, you know, flights for me and the camera guy, Airbnb, food, um, Ubers. Maybe I have to pay somebody to be in the video because sometimes people when they're like, I mean, not now because practically all the porn stars know who I am or they see me. So not now. But first, you would literally have to pay them like $20 for them to be in the video. It was like stupid. You will have to like wow. make the line for the picture, and then when you get there, say like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you twenty bucks," but instead of the picture, I want to talk to you for like a minute and a half. And they're like, "Okay," yeah. and they literally put on a timer on their phone. Not now. Wow. Now, like the, like two porn stars the other day came to Puerto Rico, and they were like, "Hey, don't tell anybody we're here, but we want to hang out with you." And I'm like, "Okay." So I went to San Juan and I hanged out with them. And, that
1: that's crazy, dude. And that, they, that's so crazy. You get to hang out with like. Your Favorite porn star or something like yeah, that, yeah.
2: That then it becomes weird when you, like, um, have for example,
1: we'll get into that, yeah. we'll get into that because I know you do other stuff, yeah. Um, but man, that, that's 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 deep. But I mean, if you want to go into that now, no, no, wait, far, can, I know you have
2: we can go, th- let me finish the, the thought of the thing and then we'll go into that later. Uh, go ahead. What I was gonna say that I forgot, I went, I, I sometimes babble. Um, I when you think, sometimes you think that a video, you invest, right? Every, every video that you do, you invest on something. So it's an investment, and then you get a return investment, which is like, in my case, I can't monetize shit. Because, you know, uh, the, uh, the, that content is 17+, plus, so you can't really monetize it on YouTube. And Facebook, sometimes you put the video, and it gets uh, reported, and it gets blown to hell. And I think that's the most frustrating shit. Not even, like, not making the money back. The most frustrating yeah. shit is you go into a place spending two thousand dollars making the video, putting it on Facebook, and like like ten hours later, you get like a message from Facebook going like, "Oh, this video by all these are standards boom, delete it, and you're like, "Fuck, because if it was there and people will watch it, you know, then you know you go like, oh oh wow this this works but but then when you literally the company that's hosting your video takes it down
1: yeah then you're you're stuck in the water but yeah. maybe not everybody can relate to like that because especially because like what you do is so uh again not suitable for work i'm gonna so say maybe, controversial yeah controversial and again sex sex cells i mean in society nowadays like yeah. that's that's the thing They're but taking
2: there's a lot of models that Show their asses and show their bikini on Instagram. On Instagram. I, agree. I agree. And you see them on Facebook as well. And the, the, you have you got like a picture with three thousand chairs. And here's me trying to be funny, educate people on sex, and do shit. And then I get I'm the one that gets reported. So it kind of like makes it like a little unfair and and gets you angry. Like I remember the first time that it happened to me, I wanted to like quit. I was like, fuck this shit. I'm not making any more, more fucking videos because the problem is. You work on your page you get like a lot of followers and then like your page gets flagged it gets shadow banned which means like unless people actually go and start sharing your shit it's like it doesn't reach that much people like um for example if you see a video that gets like a a 100 shares but then it gets only like 64 views which makes no fucking sense like that would mean like <laughs> like that, that yeah that doesn't yeah it doesn't make sense but it, it happens a lot to me like sometimes you, i will have to, like mask shit in the videos like if there is like a lot of booty shaking i will like, literally put the subtitle in the middle or i would just like skip it fast because i think facebook only looks at the first minute and a half of the video after that it doesn't go so as long as you put like a hardcore piece of ass before that technically you're you're safe but like the other day like three of my videos got taken down from my page and i was like fuck and it sucks because you can't make money because like i make money from sponsors and sponsors require me to have views and i can't have views if the video is not there and same thing with youtube the the way that I have to do it, literally, I got to upload shit to YouTube and I have like right now I'm like at 35,000 subscribers, um, yeah. which we've grown a lot last year. Like at the start of last year, we barely reached 10K. Like by this date last year, we barely had 10K. We had like 9K. And then this year we grew like to 35K. Like the 2019 was a good year, but we also traveled a lot and did a bunch of shit but um like the way that i have to do it because if i make a video on facebook i mean sorry in youtube it doesn't reach the subscribers but i think most creators have that problem too so i have to make a video put it on youtube go to reddit post it like five times on reddit and from reddit people go like oh my god this is great and then they share it and then i get views on youtube that's how i have to do it now
1: so is that um so for like Obviously, you're a content creator. Is that something that you always do? To h- how do you grow? You know what I mean. Like yeah. once you have a platform, and you have obviously all your your skill sets and and everything, how do you grow it from there? So you share. You just literally just share it on the internet. Well, huh,
2: here's the, the 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 funny part. Before you could just like sponsor it on Facebook, and you could like pay money, just pay and bill- pump it up. Yeah, just like having a billboard. But um the way you grow is basically you have to find the outlet that you can reach more people and then convert them into actual customers just like like if you was on puerto rico and you go on the on the highway and you see a billboard like at least three hundred thousand people see that billboard at least once easily but then out of those 300,000, 10K actually read free cell phone. And then 2,000, go to the store and get the free cell phone. And that's how you got to yeah. do it in, in this. The, the only way to grow in social media, besides being constant with content, you got to like pump content constantly, which in my case, I would say it doesn't work for a specific reason. But um, you got to like... Pump content constantly in the way that you can reach more people and then get your main content on a place where the people that become your fans can find you. Uh, So, for example, you started doing blogs, which basically I think it's like pretty much not, you know, uh, worth it anymore because Instagram stories kind of like to cover the blog. Uh, But if you wanted to do blogs, the best way to do blogs right now is not YouTube. Because YouTube is a place. Right now, YouTube is kind of dying, but it's also because the yeah I agree. But but it's also because the the generation is changing. Like YouTube generation, it's like the, the peak was like ten years ago, like ten to eight years ago was the peak of YouTube. Now it's just like it's basically dying, just like Twitter.
1: Yeah, but it's not. It's not only just that. It's again, like for you, you've you've experienced it. There are almost uh you know and all these big. Uh, companies these big corporations google youtube all these people they're almost like infringing on like you know the freedom of speech uh you know right like they'll they'll take you down why it's like oh because it didn't meet our standards but it's dude it's art you know i'm i'm making content i'm not hurting anybody i'm not doing anything more like me i feel like if if something doesn't hurt anybody if if like your stuff it may not appeal to everybody because it's it's out there but you're not doing anything wrong. You're bringing if anything, happiness to somebody and like positivity because it's funny, it's comedy. And like, the reason they're dying is because, uh, they're like, you know, they're taking away the first amendment, like freedom of speech. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're infringing on that. And again, that that's why that this is when, this is the time when you're going to get other platforms that are going to come up, who are going to be probably a little bit more lenient and they're going to grow because of that.
2: Yeah. I agree with what you're saying. Like, um, This is a problem. Like, right now, like, if you go to the YouTube top page, you rarely see creators. It's just, like, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, fucking CNN, NBC, because people stop watching TV, and they were losing money. They
1: get all their news online. So,
2: right now... um, TV's dead. TV's dead. TV's practically dead. Even if you have an IP TV, it's dead cuz nobody watches shit on their TV. All the traffic is on yeah. their mobile phone. That's why I don't even or bother streaming services. Yeah, and that's what I that's that's what I was going to go to, the stream. Yeah. But like um it's not even worth doing shit in 4K anymore. It's not even worth because, because
1: nobody has TVs to play it on. No,
2: and nobody <laughs> everybody was watching on their phone. You literally can put a 720 video and a uh, and a 1080 video in a fucking cell phone and you're not going to notice it, any the difference because either way even if you have an iphone the latest iphone the data rate co- compression on that video is going to be so fucking much that it's going to look the fucking same like it's even not worth the only cool thing yeah. about shooting in 4k is you can crop it later and you can like reframe your your picture but it's not even worth
1: and it's like high res still, but it, yeah, I, I get what you mean. And uh, the, even, the, even now, so 4k has its, its application, but now is not the time because it's new. And even now a 4k TV, they're still pretty pricey. They've gone yeah. down, but it's still a lot of money, Yeah, but you know, and a lot of like, for example, my graphics card probably wouldn't be able to pump out 4k if I wanted, you know, if I wanted to or whatever, uh, or, or like playing all these games, you know, these VR games and stuff like, you have to put money in you have, you need like a $3,000 setup to be able to run the, what the Oculus or something like that. I mean, it's probably gone down now, but when I was looking at it,
2: yeah, no, it, it is expensive know. still. Like it, it's not worth it. And you know, I think, uh, I mean, when you start doing this type of stuff, like creating content, yes, at first you do it for fun and it's cool. But then like, it gets to the point where it becomes your job and you have to like, really think like the reason Ninja the streamer is successful it's not because he's ninja and it's not because he's a good player it's because his girlfriend <laughs> is like a business manager slash fucking brain on that shit and they have very good really? marketing. yeah and that's why they made it like like fucking big because um right now i would say the best way to grow and make money is which i i realized this like last year because i was like okay so i'm making content but people are not watching the videos why because it's not getting to them why because the videos are are being banned by facebook and youtube why because they have asses so yeah <laughs> so I, I did this little flow chart because i was like how can i make money because you know i do make money from sponsors but um I've been lucky to have, like, good sponsors, which are com, which is a hentai company, and also Porn the Game. Uh, George, he's, like, he's, like, actually, like, like, now my manager. He helps me with shit, and he's, like, great. But it's very hard to, like, actually make money. Like, I feel like, you know, when Nota Duermas wasn't around, like, I'm pretty sure he went through the same shit, but he was on TV. So you had, like, no choice but to watch him anyway. But Who? Who would you say? Nota Duerma, El Gangster, Puerto Rico. TV show from the 90s? The one that had asses and titties? No, I don't. All right, so there was a TV show. Girl,
1: I'm American. <laughs> I'm American. All right, so there was... I that- was born in among but I'm from over here.
2: All right, well, uh, in the 90s, there was a show called... Translated, Don't Go to Sleep. And it was a show uh, with this guy, and he had, like, chicks in bikinis. And they would, like, model. And they would, like, sit down on the couch that it was lips it was like a famous tv show for the horny people in puerto rico it was like the horny tv show i'm basically now doing the same shit but the the, the problem with my content is that you know all right so you watch the video you get laughs fine but it, my content is not made in a way that i can pump out a lot of videos unless i literally go broke because yeah. because if i spend each production two thousand dollars and I only make from sponsors, two thousand dollars or at least sixteen hundred dollars. I'm still losing money. I'm slowly losing money yep. because, like, right now, uh, what I'm what I'm doing for the videos is like uh, I make a video, and I make the return investment like three months later of the video. So yeah, that's the, that's the model that I'm at now. But 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 before you could like monetize your shit and just like sit in your computer talk shit every day about video games or whatever and people usually go then this is the mistake that people do like people go like oh but if you want to make games Manolo uh I mean just do gaming content so you can make money Manolo why don't you just play GTA Manolo because it, it, it happens people go like do this do that but the the thing is that once you realize what you're good at you got to find a way to exploit it And I have, and you gotta like also test shit. Like I have tried, I have tried making videos that are non like sex conventions. For example, the I think the greatest video that I have made so far is the one from Area Fifty One.
1: No, dude, the one that I really liked was the one where the future you comes. Oh, the future me. (laughs) (laughs) That one, bro. That one's hilarious. Yeah, that
2: was the that was a sponsored video.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was that was gold bro yeah that was, but yeah uh area 51 i want to talk to you about that too yeah area
2: 51 i think was like the greatest video production quality wise i think i well, actually know i mean, yeah. the one that you just mentioned had a better camera because we bought a a cinematic 4k camera and we were like we're gonna do this now fuck it we're gonna do like weird sketches fuck this shit <laughs>
1: Fuck this shit. Did you did you write that? Like did you how did you come did you come up with that or did people help you? No,
2: here's how we did it. So um I uh my sponsor, Erogies.com, uh, I sold him two sponsorship packages. One was for a spot within the the video that's called This Isn't Comic Con, which is basically a little compilation of past conventions that I, I haven't used. And uh so I put a spot there for uh for that game that's called uh fucking forgot the name of the game fuck monster Monster count yeah so so in the in the video i go like a little spot around them because people seem to like my stupid commercials the ones that i put in the video that suddenly cuts and it's like hey everybody do you like the pussy do you like slaying the pussy but look no more (laughs) so everybody likes that shit so i put that commercial there and uh people uh the Erogy's people liked it, but then they wanted a standalone video for one of their games. Now, we tried this before. I tried playing the game by myself. I tried playing the game with my robot fan. I tried playing their games with a chick. And we know people don't like those videos. But I know that they don't like him, but they pay me to do it, so I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you do what they tell you because I mean, it's your sponsor. They're don't sponsors, so I have
2: to like pretend that I like the video or, or or go like, "Hey, look at this game!" Woohoo! I mean, not pretend because I do like hentai games, but I mean, I don't, I don't really play hentai games, but I like them when I see them because they're sometimes funny. But I basically just laugh yeah. at them. But then they notice that I don't know how to play, and then they're like, "Do you even play games?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no." But I can't be funny, and they're making a funny video for you.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, that's all that matters. As long as you get the views and the clicks that you want.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm doing, and I'm and right now, people that watch my videos, they all know our OGs because you know they're there. Um, so what happened was with that game, that that video was that I needed to do a sponsor video, but they wanted to be standalone. And I played the game, and I was like, I can't do the same shit that I did in the other two videos. What do I do now? Like in the in the first video that I did for them. Uh, nothing happened but in the second one um i think that my robot got in a fight with my fleshlight and it became super saiyans and and and, like it was like weird and then on the other one they played with the girl so in this one i was like all right so we're gonna do something different so uh, I, i just bought the new camera the 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 black magic 4k camera and we went like, okay, so what are we going to do? And I was like, you know what? It's like a little sketch where there are multiple Manolos from multiple dimensions. It was supposed to be that first. So we recorded it. And then, like, I recorded it, like, at 4K, 60 frames, raw footage. When I went to edit it, it... I, it, it like I couldn't edit it because it was so heavy that my computer couldn't handle. Crashed it.
1: your computer, yeah? From yeah. how big those days? Like what? Like yeah, there was like like one th- movie is like what three terabytes or some crazy thing like that. Not
2: that much, but yeah, it was crazy. Like it was like it was a, it was so much. Like I have a pretty good computer, and my computer was like dying. So I was like, this is not this is not gonna work because the the was was already like, hey, hey, where's my video, man? And I had yeah. to, that's why I also quit my day job because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna quit my day job because I don't have time to do shit like i i either gotta do my shot my show or my job and right now i think i should take my show seriously as my job so fuck this fuck the other shit so uh that takes a lot of guts yeah i was like fuck it you know what i'll just be poor i'll just be poor and 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 stream because a lot of people make money streaming so i was like i'll just stream and as long as i can make enough to pay for my internet and 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 my stuff because i either way the 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 videos the exotica ones and stuff most of the money comes from sponsors anyway so i was like you know what i have no debts so technically i can do this and just be poor for now and do this and really focus on pushing it. if it doesn't work at least i tried i'd rather try yeah. and not work that work and then be 40 and be what, like one of those baby boomers that At fifty, they're making like a band and playing like a small cafe, and going like, "Yeah,
1: yeah." That life that they could have lived, and that's another, that's another uh, message that I spread on this podcast. Like, you know, your own worst enemy is yourself, and you know, it's it's taking that first step that's the hardest. Yep. And you know, just do it. It, And if it doesn't go as planned, hey, at least you tried. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know. Yep. And that you know, in life, you're not thinking about it like, "Oh man, I I wish I would have done that." Yeah,
2: it's better, you know just try and not make it yeah basically and uh so when we gonna we were gonna record we set up everything i sat on the car and we were like okay what the fuck are we gonna do now so i went i was like oh wow i don't know what to do so i went into the bathroom and uh, i was like you know what i'm gonna make a time travel story fuck it i came back to in the future to stop myself from jacking off and we're gonna show this fucking game in the middle. Fuck it. So I didn't wrote any lines. So what I did was like improvise a bunch of lines in on one side of the car, go to the other side of the car, improvise like a other bunch of lines, and then watch the entire edit, and we'll watch the entire footage and literally pick out parts and put it on the edit until they make sense
1: wow that
2: that actually wasn't ridding. it was just like me saying random shit and then like i bought the batman at walgreens and then i came back into the car and i was like here michael keaton and he's like oh michael keaton batman and then like uh, my camera guy's girlfriend put on the wig so pretended to be me on the other side yeah i saw that. and like fuck it like then when I, when we finished editing it we were like oh wow this actually turned out quite nice i mean i think it was a little bit longer It was a little bit long, but if you take out all the sponsor shit, (laughs) because obviously it was a sponsor video, so we need to add gameplay. But if you cut out all the sponsor shit, it's actually a very funny video. And then we were, no, it is,
1: dude. I I enjoyed it.
2: We were like, oh, maybe we should do this more often. But then, like, um, the problem is like when when you do sponsors and shit, and they want to see views and. If you look at my exotica videos, all of them have over 100,000 views. Uh, this one like has like four million views, I don't even know how, but it keeps growing. but the other videos get usually stuck between like 20k, 40k, so when they sponsors you start offering you money, they're like, "Oh, but why does this video have two, 000, 2, 2 million views?" and mine doesn't." And then they go like, "Oh that, well, then that, basically- uh, that's
1: the game." yeah (laughs) that's yeah you could always focus on all your videos getting millions of views then everybody would be doing it
2: yeah but it's very it's very um sorry about that it's a good thing about a podcast you can actually cut that out (laughs) yeah i'm gonna clap twice (laughs) there we go okay
1: (laughs) yeah i Uh, marked it i can put timeline footnotes ah, okay cool
2: nice um yeah okay so basically um the problem is if you don't get the views, people are, are start questioning your stuff. Like I had offers, and then they go like, "Oh, your views are not consistent, so we'll, you know, we'll pay you for the amount of views that you get the first week." And we're like, "No, you gotta pay us a fixed amount." And they're like, "No, I want to pay you for a week." And I'm like, "Well, then no go, sorry." Because they, because the problem is that I it, it takes like a video, it takes like a, um um. It takes time to edit the video. You know, it takes time for me to sit down and do it.
1: Everything. Yeah. And you just quit your job and everything.
2: <laughs> yeah. So if it was for at first, if I was like just starting, I wouldn't care. But it takes me like a week to do a video. Like it will take me like, even if I could record it in like two days, um, it would still take me like, you know, three or, th- or four days to edit it and upload it. So it takes me like a week of work. So even if I was working minimum wage, that would be like at least two hundred or three hundred dollars, yeah. And I cannot afford to waste an entire week working and then just make twenty bucks. That's not how it is. When I could just go into a live stream and ask for five dollars to Photoshop faces, and I make thirty dollars in an hour. <laughs> so there, there's like, a, and that's the other thing that that a lot of people now they have shifted towards streaming more than video making. So. Apparently, streaming seems to be like a lot more popular now in Puerto Rico. So it's actually being more profitable for me to live stream than to make videos. I mean, you make the video so people come into your stream. But in the stream, you actually make... I've made like more money from live streaming in like randomly in like a year than what I have made in two years of monetization in YouTube.
1: It's like cam girls, you know. That's like yeah. that's the new generation. Yeah, that, that's that's um, that's how we got to do it, man. So, so speaking of cam girls, and obviously we need to have this in the in the podcast because I'm naming it. This, uh, what was your your experience uh, like? You recorded pornos. Oh
2: yeah,
1: oh, and God. you edited them. Like oh, how yeah. how was that experience, and how do you feel about? We'll we'll end with this you know like the last part of the we'll do another 30 minutes uh we'll do 90 minutes um as far as like how has the sex industry and obviously you've been almost desensitized in a way towards everything you you can't look at porn the same way anymore Mm -hmm. um, because you've seen everything behind the scenes a lot of it is faked not a conspiracy you know how has how has this all affected you and like how do you view all this? And how what was your experience recording porno?
2: Oh, oh god. That's like five questions in one. Uh well, okay, let's see. Recording porno. Let's see. Um Okay. Uh I think the first time that I went to uh a, a sex a sex convention, uh I remember being like the top thing on the on the ambulance with my head spinning around, staring at all the asses. I was like, Woo-hoo! my head was like doing like the air exorcist. I, 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 I couldn't focus, and like the reactions where people when chicks touch me, that I'm like all fucked up and I can't really think. It's actually genuine because I go like, what the fuck? What do I? do? Yeah. There's this this hot. There's this hot ass like- bouncing on my penis. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I don't think anybody would. I don't. I can't. I can't speak. And I think that's what sort of what people enjoy about my videos. It's like, oh my god, he's gonna die there, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a stroke at this moment because of this hotness. <laughs> and there's like asses that there's like chicks that that you look in in, they're they're in front of you, and they're like so fucking hot that you forget how to speak you go like it, it happens a lot i just cut that out but i remember one time that i had to say to a chick like i need you to step back like two inches because your hotness is not letting me think
1: <laughs> please like my bone or all the blood rushes to your dick when you're just <laughs> there. You know at them. you
2: don't really get an erection but it's more like you know i i don't think i had you know Obviously, you know, now I'm older, but in my younger years, I don't think I have ever thought that I was going to touch women that hot before. So when that is not like that, that you just don't know what to do. It's like, it just like literally break down in your brain. But eventually you get used to it. Just like everything. It's like being a paramedic. I probably the first time that you see somebody get shot you're like oh my god blood and then you're like oh wow let me stick my finger into that hole and plug it till yeah <laughs> you know so at first it was like holy shit but then i got used to it like i, I like i met them and it there it becomes a thing because porn stars at first there's porn stars and cam girls you see them on the cam you see them on taking dicks in the ass and and swallowing a bunch of semen but then you go to dinner with them and you hang out
1: oh, this with them. This is when you befriend them yeah. right? and they become your friend. They
2: become your friend and they become oh, that's weird. And they become humans. They become normal people. They, they're they no longer pieces of meat that you just touch your penis and look. They're not there on the computer screen or in the cell phone. They're yeah. in front of you. Like, uh, for example, I've met, I basically, I think I've met almost everybody that I have masturbated to ever, ever. <laughs> and it, it it's kind of <laughs> weird because i i noticed that the other day like oh lauren phillips oh yeah she bounced on my dick literally and i have masturbated to her uh, uh movies alexi uh, uh, bell alexis texas um like literally almost all the porn stars i, I think the only ones that i haven't met uh i, I met Larry reed i met uh jenny sin i met his wife the only ones that I really haven't met, I think it's like uh, out of the famous ones, is probably uh, such a gray, but she no longer goes there. It's the only one that I really haven't met out of the, like the famous top power porn stars. Like I, I, I most I met most of them. Nina Hartley, I'm good friends with Evan Stone. Uh, so it, it 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 becomes weird because then you're like for the first step is they become human and they become your friends the second step is they start talking about sex like it was nothing like oh yeah i was sucking dick now and you're like okay and then somebody is like oh yeah i'm gonna go get fucked in the ass we are back and then you're like okay (laughs) and then they come back and they're like hey manolo can you buy me some douches to clean my asshole and you're like oh yeah sure i'll go to walmart don't worry and you go to walmart and you give it to them and they're like okay thank you and then like you have to send like a Snapchat and then they become like porn stars again. And they're like, ah, oh, touching you. And then when it ends, it's like, oh, yeah, are you going to get you? Know, you want to go get dinner? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go get dinner. <laughs> like that's got to mess somebody up mentally. It, it's kind of fucked up. Man. That lifestyle, that lifestyle. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. They, I'm pretty sure. Like, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like a switch. Like they switch into porn mode. They go like, ah, ah, and then they turn off. And they're talking about Pokemon. Like this happened, actually. I think one of my best friends porn stars is uh, Ariel, Ariel Aquinas uh, Rev. She's like um,
1: the one that you went to Area Fifty One. Yeah, with? that
2: one. That's like one of my best friends' porn stars, and she's great. And I love her. And she's like, like we were talking in in the car, and she's like uh, telling me about her brother and how her grandma murdered somebody and shit and i'm like oh my god that's that's horrible yeah because we we try to record a podcast in the car but then the the noise was like so big from the car that i was like you know what this is not worth it so you were talking about uh her grandma murdering somebody because apparently her grandma she's dead now but her grandma had like two husbands and then she went to get rid of one so she poisoned her her his coffee or some shit yeah but was wild yeah but it was like very old very old old shit you know it doesn't matter anymore but then at some point she's like oh she's like talking to me about her boyfriend and her husband and i'm like wait the boyfriend and the husband and she's like yeah the husband boyfriend
1: that she has
2: yeah she has like a boyfriend and a husband and then she's talking to me and she's like oh can you like grab my pussy and i'm like what and she's like oh you're for a snapchat and i'm like oh yeah sure so then i grab her vagina <laughs> she takes a snapchat thing what a friend and then like we keep talking like nothing and i don't even care that i touched her vagina but the thing is that i didn't even care i felt like if you said like hey man can you like put some block on my arm i'm like sure like that it doesn't yeah you know and then when we shot that porno in miami uh for that chick i might leave more uh she she was like looking for cheap stays so we both put money in and we both stayed in a hotel room um in the same one so we were staying with her and it was me my cameraman david uh, her and there was this guy called mr sticks and then mr sticks was like uh, i don't know why but he didn't want to have sex with her because she was supposed to record a porn because she wanted to make content and then this other guy called alfonso comes over and she's like, oh, can you guys shoot it? Because the camera guy bailed. And I'm like, uh, I I don't care because I shot porn before. But um, I asked David, like, David, do you want to, can, can we do this? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, but then, like, we didn't know it was supposed to be an anal scene. And then, like, I had to, like, go get that spray in Walmart. But I didn't know what it was for. I thought it was, like, for her because she was, like, she has, like, red spots on her skin. So I thought that it was for her sunburn. But it turns out it was for her asshole. So when what what spray? Yeah, because um, she, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the video, but there's like this spray, this aloe vera spray that has lidocaine. So if you spray that into your butthole, it helps with anal sex because it numbs the area. And, yeah. Um, so it's better. But then I was like, why do not you just do it vaginal? And she's like, oh, I don't want to have my pussy fucked by that guy. And I'm like, oh, okay then fine let him put it in your ass i guess so um so she she he's praised about hole, uh he puts on his dick and she's talking to me about something while he's fucking her in the ass she's talking to me like literally saying shit to me while this guy are you guys
1: recording at the at the time
2: yeah we were this is, this is some video uh like she's telling me something and i'm with my cell phone recording her getting fucked by the guy <laughs> And she's like, oh, this is great, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. So then they start shooting uh, and they're switching. And I'm like, hey, you got to, like, fuck her this way because we can't really see the dick. And then, like, I grabbed her ass cheek and I pulled it so the camera could look better into her asshole. So I was holding one ass cheek. The guy was holding the other. And we were basically, What the fuck, bro? Yeah, and we were doing a job. So I didn't really think much of it at the time. The only part when I went like, holy shit, was when the guy, they were doing like the cream pie on the butt. And then when he took out the penis, like this slimy yellowish goop came out of her butthole. (laughs) So I grabbed a towel and I cleaned it. And then I was like, put the dick back in. And then he put it back in. And then I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? (laughs) Like I reacted accordingly. I was like, okay, do it. Put it back in. And then like, but there wasn't like enough semen because it wouldn't come out so then i go like hey hang on a second let me grab the shampoo from the from the so uh we we i went to the bathroom and grabbed the shampoo and i come back out and i'm like hey this kind of looks like jizz and she's like oh then you use that and i'm like okay so i looked i started into her gaping butthole <laughs> and i put on shampoo on her asshole so it looks like jizz and then it kind of like and she's like did it look okay? And I'm like, your asshole keeps swallowing it. So I put more, but I literally stuck the, the thing. I literally stuck the tip of the thing into her butthole and I squeezed it so it would go inside. And then she pushed it out. And then I looked to the side and my camera guy was shaking. He's shaking his head. He was like, <laughs> ah! And then it were okay. But then like when it was over and we were she was putting her clothes back on and when we were like picking up the lights and shit i started getting dizzy and it felt like i just came out of like a roller coaster and i like sat down in the bathroom and i'm like sweating and i'm like what the fuck did i just do again
1: (laughs) yeah another one of those
2: moments yeah but then i was like nope this is great video content fuck that (laughs) and i just kept walking (laughs) but then like i noticed that i was sweating because i had like influenza i didn't know like I, I got back to Puerto Rico and I was like very sick and I was like oh my god please let me not have herpes for touching her butthole. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I actually had to like push on something with my finger, so I technically had to like touch her butthole. Um, yeah. But then I went to the hospital. It's funny because every time that I go to a convention, I always end up going to the hospital here in Puerto Rico because I I I oh like the first time I got a UTI because I went to the pool. The second time I had the flu. Because of convention crud, you know, you got a lot of germs. The third yeah. time I had, um, whatchamacallit, influenza, I didn't know. I just got back to, like, I've gone so many times that I right now go to the hospital and they're like, oh, Manolo's here.
1: He went to some fucking convention <laughs> over in like, so I, <laughs> I mean friends
2: with a doctor there and he's like, text me before you get here. And if it's like just a test, because I obviously i get std tested because i you know I lick shit randomly i try not to lick shit but you know those what it happens uh
1: like, have you had sex with any porn stars
2: well no well i mean not sex but a porn star did give me a hand job but i stopped it because then her boyfriend came into the room and started jacking off looking at the chick gave me a hand job and i was like so weirded out about it and he's like oh i want some papa bear dick too let me finish out the cigarette and he goes back outside and i was like fuck no i ain't going into no so fucking bisexual treason fuck this shit so i was like yeah so i went into the bathroom and i called an uber and uh this was in vegas last year and i was like fuck this shit no 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 and then like i was stalling in the bathroom And as soon as the uber got there he got there in like five minutes and i ran out i was like oh i'm sorry guys i gotta go
1: woo jeez dude yeah. that not it, you've you've got you've gone through some shit oh yeah like, really? yeah no yeah like uh you've, seen some sh- you've literally seen some shit like that's that's crazy yeah. bro that's like that's another reason i wanted to have you on because like not everybody can seen some shit has yeah you know what i mean um what do you like so obviously the porn industry has changed your life yep. like well how do you feel about uh like people who like like porn addiction and stuff like that so like the psychological aspects of everything Mm -hmm. because it's like when somebody goes to jail and they come out and they can't cope with life like the all these porn stars like i think there's there's a documentary about i haven't watched it yeah like life after porn or something
2: yeah yeah uh well i mean well i I wouldn't say that porn addicted people go to the conventions it's mostly like super fans Uh, it's mostly the the point of the convention is you go and meet your favorite porn star and see her in person and you're like yeah but i wouldn't count that as a porn addiction but i think at the same time um everything in excess is bad even yeah. if it's cigarettes yeah. or weed or coke or porn so all addictions are bad it doesn't uh, you know obviously you know if you get turned on by porn it's going to be different because most people that like watch a lot of porn they don't get like that turned on with women in real life because they're used to
1: yeah because you set these expectations for yourself yeah and it's like you know if you have a partner or whatever like they might not satisfy you
2: yeah because it's like you know it's i don't know how i how to explain this but like you know it's like if like i used to watch a bunch of weird porn at, at some point i was like ah let's watch this you know shit and then this one like this what's your what's your genre of of choice bro mm, the thing is that i don't have one anymore because <laughs> oh, for obvious reasons like i kind of like stopped watching porn when i started doing this shit uh and then I, there was a point in my life that i was like kind of addicted to like cam girls i was like oh my god like i used to waste spend so much money on cam girls like i would like be like but i would pay them for the, to do stupid stuff like here put your shoe on your head Here's five dollars. Yeah, um, you know, I I did get on a camera audition like one time. I went overboard and I spent like five hundred dollars. And then I was like, I can't do this anymore. Why am I doing this? Because I didn't notice. Because you know, obviously, there's this hot chick paying you attention, and me being a fat guy. Um, where I mean, not now, because now I mean I've never like doubted myself because I I, I am like Mister Charisma i don't give a okay,
1: shit you're, you're still fat though right
2: i it's am so funny. fat but the but <laughs> just
1: but i have what I,
2: I have um the ultimate charisma and charm
1: like i i if- well that's the thing what you do what you do um re- it requires that again it's like an art because you have to talk to people you have to know how to talk to people and like you said like all these uncontrollable factors like you don't know how that person is going to react yep. or like whatever obviously you can edit it all out but you have to like put yourself out there and like actually go up to people and make conversation and not make it like cringy, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, but I, see, I don't really have like a certain type of porn anymore, but I used to, but our oh, cam girls. Yeah. We're talking about cam girls. So yeah, I, I blew a lot of money on cam girls. Um, and I was like, you need to stop because obviously, you know, me being a fat guy and not getting, you know, it wasn't at first I didn't know how to do the, the women thing and it's like oh my god this is hot women doing stuff for me for money woohoo it's like going to a street club in your house but then like you keep growing and you notice that it's just like fake and then when you realize it's fake you stop giving money (laughs) because that's what most people do they're just they just want to buy the fantasy of you know because you know i i am charismatic and i'm lovable but sometimes people are not like me maybe they're like very ugly or they don't really know how to talk or they have like um uh let's see a handicap condition where they cannot do torf normally so you know doing like that little getting like the little porn cam girl experience i think it's like good for them for their self-esteem
1: yeah i think a lot of people can relate to that i mean and again that's one of the things sex sells nowadays and and
2: it's always sold i think it's f- since forever
1: since the beginning i mean yeah since the beginning of the time like women have been sexualized in society
2: here's my opinion on on selling sex um i don't think prostitution should be illegal i think it should be regulated like a kind of therapy <laughs> and yeah cuz like th- let me put it this way um you know in china for i mean sorry in japan like women uh usually pay there's a cafe where women pay for a hot guy to be their date for that day and they leave they literally pay the guy to be there be charming give her drinks give him a little hug whatever and then leave not even sex because women tend to need more like emotional stuff
1: yeah that, yeah i agree and that's how it is. even when you have a girlfriend you know
2: yeah yeah but guys are more yeah we do have emotions we like being cuddled and shit but we're more like sexual type of you know by nature i think i mean i'm not saying women aren't because there's are some women that are that will break your dick but you know yeah and uh like if you could Like if you have the resources and you don't want a girlfriend for X reason or you don't want a wife for X reason or you can't have a girlfriend because you're very handicapped or you're like or or you're very, you know, ugly or, or you don't feel like it or you don't want to waste your time with somebody, then I don't see... Anything wrong with having like a service where you can go and you know why well, you want to have the coitus and be pampered for a day here, pay two hundred and fifty dollars an hour? I don't see a problem uh, yeah. with that.
1: Uh, and and that yeah, that's pretty controversial because um, I mean, porn is almost like a legal form of protest- it prostitution is, it in a is. Way, because, you're I mean, you are getting paid. It's
2: it just it's just like a legal gray part, but you are getting paid for sex, literally. You're getting paid to – the, the uh, obviously, the problem with porn is that porn sometimes goes a little bit too extreme. Like if you – Yeah,
1: you got a lot of weird shit. Yeah. A lot of dark weird shit. But then again,
2: a bunch of prostitution uh, people, uh, prostitutes or escorts. Let's call them escorts or sex workers, actually. A lot of sex workers often certain fetishes, which is their specialty. Like, um, for example, if it, – it, it gets queer when you go into the fetish realm. Uh, for example, there's a, I have a friend that she has a store, an online store, and her store is like a number five or six on Clips, Clips for Sale, which is a big, uh, basically like a big YouTube where you can buy a bunch of porn yeah, videos.
1: I'm familiar with it.
2: Um, But Clips for Sale uh, has weird shit. And her top selling videos are women drowning. I mean, not really drowning women, but oh, like girls that get tied to a share and get thrown into a pool and then they drown. Okay. <laughs> that's some obscure shit right there.
1: Yeah. That's almost borderline like snuff. Yeah. And kind there's of stuff.
2: like a bunch of videos that they're being sold. They're like chicks, you know, tied with rope, getting gagged with chloroform. That's, yeah, man. And that's like literally rape fantasies cabrón. that's like full on what the fuck and they they use like a number term like domination like i don't even see yeah. anything wrong anymore with like licking an old lady's feet
1: <laughs> yeah that's like that's that, that's soft core have you it, it it's have you heard about the cannibal cop it's almost like something like that you ever heard of that guy
2: no what's the cannibal cop
1: so the cannibal cop was a guy uh, in New York. He had uh, he was going on again these erotic uh, forms and it was like some he would call it like you know, oh, it's a novel. And he ended up uh, writing this thing. I'm not uh, I forgot the the details, but he ended up in, in a nutshell, he ended up writing this thing about raping. And killing and dismembering and like eating his wife mm. and his wife ended up finding it and they ended up like making like this big deal about it and i think he ended up going to uh, i am th- not sure if they link like a, a a crime to him or something like that but it was just like i think he almost went to jail for it or something something you're gonna you have to look it up again don't quote me on this. this is something i know about and again it was like that you know like just having the thought of doing it you know, it's like serial killers. Serial killers are serial killers. Why? Because they they act upon the killing. And me, I'm cool with everything, dude. You can be into whatever you want. But as long as you don't... Again, what I told you earlier. As long as you sp- spread a positive message... I don't know what drowning people and shit is, is going to be spreading. But as long as you spread a, a positive message and you don't hurt children, you know? As long as you're not doing child mm-hmm. porn, then... That's cool with me, because, I mean, I I have a son, and dude, if somebody was ever to do something to him, you shoot him. I think I would chop, no, I'd chop him up, and I'd eat him, bro. I'd <laughs> cook him in a sandwich, and I'd eat him, because, like, <laughs> there's a special place in hell for people like yeah, that, yeah you I know, know, people who hurt children and molest children, it's like, you look at them, and it, they're so innocent, and for somebody to come, like, come and, like, take that away from them, in a sense, like, you're a piece of shit, like, you know, I... I I believe that pedophiles should have, you know, top, top punishment when it comes. And I mean, they deal with them in jail. But, you know, I feel so strongly about that because nowadays in society, they're accepting all these different groups and you have all this this cancel culture. And it's like if you're going to accept everybody, you have to accept everybody because Mm -hmm. you can't nitpick because that's what they're doing nowadays. Like, oh, these people are good. These other people are good. So why aren't these other people good? You know, like you know, they 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 categorize everything, and I think that's where we're headed nowadays. Um, yeah, slowly but surely accepting different ideologies which aren't the best. You know, I I have
2: a little problem with the internet nowadays and cancel culture. Um, obviously there's shit that is just wrong, like pedophiles. Uh, yeah, and serial killers. And by the way. N- like how we say in Puerto Rico, like like fucking, cause for sale is serial killer breeding ground. <laughs> like what? What? What is it? clip for sale. That's like serial killer. Oh, breeding <laughs> ground, Captain, right there. That's like yeah, cause that's how it starts with a fantasy, and then like ten years later, it's like oh my god, let me gag my mm-hmm. neighbor. Yay.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's um, how it happened. Like like like, like a Jeffrey Dahmer or some crazy guy like that you know at first he started fantasizing about Mm -hmm. it and eventually he acted on those intentions and i mean look what he did dude you know yeah it's dark and and we were talking about it's crazy that we use the internet like me my podcast to spread something that i'm making but then at the same time you know the dark web exists and there's a lot of dark things out there people don't realize Mm -hmm. and people are naive to but it's a real place and there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that people don't hear about but you know there's dude there's genocides going on in the world and all this crazy stuff and people you know it's just it it's fucked up out there dude yeah it is it is, it is. um
2: i think i mean my 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 because my, I, I try to like steer away from anything political and religion yeah because that's yeah. usually what brings problems like i if you see my content, you will find nothing about politics, nothing about religion. Nobody's making fun of anybody. I'm making fun of myself. You're all you are all welcome to laugh at me. It does not matter. Because uh, I'm, you gotta be very careful what you're putting put on the internet uh, nowadays. I mean, yes, of course, no publicity is bad publicity. I mean, sorry, no yeah, bad publicity. I agree. Like, even if, even if you did something wrong, and 20 million people saw it you did you have free promo but um like you have to like you know um be how do i say this you have to be very 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 careful especially when you're dealing with minority groups that feel attacked 24 7 for some reason yeah like because that's the problem too like right now um for example and this happens a lot in the states I like think the states the 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 with all the racism and and entitlement and minorities you gotta like be very 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 careful like i mean like for example, one joke that I did that I kind of regret doing, but it was funny at the time was um uh in the there was a video that I did that was in Florida supercon, and
1: yeah, I saw it today.
2: All right. So there was this guy that I go like, he was like, oh, I'm German. And I'm like, oh, you don't look German. And he's like, then how do Germans look, look like? And then I cut like to Hitler
1: oh, <laughs> with shit. the
2: Evangelion intro, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty fucking funny because like, <laughs> it's like fucking Hitler. You
1: got shit for that?
2: No, nobody gave me shit for it. But then, also in that video, there's this guy like with a jacket and a hoodie looking all sad. And I went like school shooter cosplay. And I put, that's the subtitle that I used with, with Linkin Park and Ponderson yeah. School Shooting, I think it was. And I think that if that video went viral, uh, probably I would like get canceled for it because everybody's like, canceled. I mean, the other thing is that what that kind of pisses me off at the same time doesn't it's that now people think they're entitled to cancel somebody else just because yes
1: yeah again infringing on the first amendment like i have the power to do that and i I mean i wish i could say the same thing that my content isn't gonna be full of political and religious stuff but dude i've like on my podcast here i go into that and i go into that hard like i got You know, I have artists, authors, uh, musicians, you know, all types of people on here. And we share all types of of ideologies and we talk about all that stuff. So, I mean, again, I'm not worried about if people will listen to me or not. I'm enjoying the process. I get to meet people like you. I get to talk to you and really break down like how you think and and get your opinion on on other things based on your based on your experience Yeah, that's funny
2: because it's like, I think to to really get to know Manolo, you need like an hour. <laughs> you need like, <laughs> well, we can we can do we can set up to do another episode. You can probably need like uh. another hour to to it. Well, the thing is that I'm heading um, I'm heading to the ABNs again tomorrow. Uh, we're heading to Vegas to record the ABNs again, um, but this time we're we're gonna make it a little different because we're gonna like use a co-host uh we're gonna
1: yeah do, oh, okay let that's cool. we're
2: gonna do with nikki huntsman she's like a porn star she's cool she, oh that's the other thing that most porn stars most porn stars are cool but there's some porn stars that you that i, I mean I know, i'm not gonna mention anybody by name but there's one particular porn star that was like so 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 shit that i interviewed her three times and the three times i have not used any of the footage
1: yeah cuz sometimes you got they let, either they let it get to their heads or they're just a boring human being yeah
2: they're just like the most boring human being it's like besides sucking on dick and they're hot and they're just but hot they're- and, and and boring as fuck like i will like, i remember going like you don't have any stories like uh, but you know sometimes in the interviews i get told fucked up shit like one time uh, this this shit called Mallory man eater she self describes herself as almost trailer trash. <laughs> she's like trashy. She's very trashy. She's very rough. She's very Detroit. She's from Detroit, actually. And she, like, I interviewed her and she's like, oh, first time I interview her, I'm like, what are you doing here? Uh, and she's like, being a total slut. And I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, that video of Area 51, your friend, she's like, oh, the semen? <laughs> yeah i was like what
2: (laughs) yeah that was golden that conversation in the car was the most fucked up shit i mean not only that but our driver with the fart sneak
1: yeah is he your friend
2: yeah he's uh david's the camera guy's friend
1: (laughs) yeah that was weird i was like what the fuck yeah yeah that's like but um super what the fuck to to like you know just to conclude on this episode again we can you can be on anytime you want, bro, and we can talk about anything that you want to talk about. We'll, we'll do one after um,
2: ABN. see how it went.
1: Yeah. Um what what's next, Manolo? Like what do you have planned um for the future? Yeah, like for the future, like what what what's what's next?
2: Well, um people want me to start a podcast, but I'm really not the podcasty type of person. I'm you more to talk a lot. I mean, you're good for. Well, it. I'm that's the problem. You see, <laughs> podcasts are not a while talking. <laughs> podcasts are about asking people shit and getting answers i don't know how to ask people shit and get answers i just sit down and talk shit which is not bro you do it on video what do you mean yeah 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 yeah. but it's not the same thing like in video you see like 30 seconds of it (laughs) but it's not like a big ass long conversations i mean it's not that i can't learn how to do it because i'm pretty sure i can but it's it it takes like a certain discipline you know not to step over the lines of people you know people but people want to you know, see me a podcast. Uh, so I, I did like the first episode in Spanish, but then I was like, you know what? I, this shouldn't be in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be in Spanish because if I do it in Spanish, it's just going to stay within the Puerto Rican crowd, which is not bad. But if you don't break out of the Puerto Rican bubble, you're fucked. So yeah. you got to expand more. Um, But uh, I say what's next is probably live streaming because uh, people like to interact with me, to like talk to me, to like, like the interaction. And I tested it a bit last year. And said so you can't really make money on YouTube. So we're going to probably move to full. I mean, we're still going to do the videos, but instead of me trying to like, cause most when I do videos, if you notice convention videos are not all the time. One, they're expensive Two, There's only like a certain amount of conventions a year. And I do not yeah. possess the budget to like travel regularly. Like every month. I mean, uh, every three months, yes, but not every month. Um, So they go like, oh, make make more content. But then you make different type of content, like the Area 51 one, and they don't watch it. So you're like, "Yeah," because that video was very costly. Yes, of course, it's a meme. uh, But like, it's some type of video that they're like, okay, because they're like, make longer videos. And then you make a longer video, which is the Area 51 video. And they're like, oh, but it's too long. And I'm like, cabron, this ain't only eight, 11 minutes. <laughs> and, yeah. But then, like, also people have like changed, like in the last two years because you know TikTok and all that shit. So people mm-hmm. like um shorter content now, like shorter content. And now is king, not longer content. Even though YouTube asks you for do longer shit. Normally, the span of people is three minutes. If the video is three minutes, so watch it. If it's too long, longer than that, they don't get past the five minute mark so
1: yeah uh, again with same with podcasts is that that 60 minute mark even for even they say 45 minutes yeah you know but yeah it's like half an hour if it's a good conversation then it is what it is you know what i mean so my my
2: the thing that i want to do now uh is i'm gonna try to like make like this live show uh more like uh basically just me streaming uh but with like a couple friends and just from time to time, bring a porn star uh, guest because uh, it's actually more cheaper to bring somebody to Puerto Rico than for me to travel with my entire crew. Yeah. So it's faster just to, like, get, you know, like, for example, if I can, like, fly, let's say, Riley Reed for a weekend to Puerto Rico. I say it's like, hey, all right, so I'm going to fly you down for a weekend. You stay for free. Your flight is free. But you have to do this podcast with me on Saturday and then you can go to the beach and do whatever you would do. The drugs or whatever, so that's it. Yeah. So that's the uh, the what we were trying to do is that do like sort of like the Howard Stern show.
0: Kind of yeah.
2: I think that's what I'm trying to plan for the future. Um. Also, basically, just we're gonna have like a few days that are gonna be like a uh live stream. We're gonna do live streams every Sunday on Twitch. Uh, see how it goes. Uh, but we're also streaming on Facebook, because uh, Facebook seems to be better, honestly, for streaming. Uh, in my opinion, because I already have like my fan base there. The problem they're Puerto Rican, so I have to talk in Spanish. But yeah, so it's very confusing in my head. So it's like I have to like go into Twitch speak in a- English.
1: Appeal to to your audience, yeah. At like, least as a whole. if I
2: speak fucked up English, it works both ways but eventually we're going to have to like move the podcast into English. Cause if not, they're just going to get stuck in Puerto Rican crowd because the problem with Puerto yeah. Rican Spanish is a Puerto Rican Spanish doesn't translate to any other Spanish.
1: No, no, it doesn't. Like
2: if you bring somebody from Spain and speaking Spanish, people from Argentina, or Colombia, they will understand it. If you bring somebody from Puerto Rico, they, they, they won't do it. So we're going gonna... to, the hillbilly Spanish. Yeah. So we're going to probably have to do it in English. Um, And just like talk about shit. But something popular that has happened lately that I don't even know why. uh, People are giving me money uh, for me to roast them. Like people are paying me $10. So I grab a picture of their friend and insult (laughs) them. And I'm like, oh, wow. I made $100 out of this the other day. I was like, oh, wow. But what have I been doing? Fuck videos. I'm just going to do this for a lifetime. I'm just going to sit down and insult people. (laughs) It's like
1: your friend looks. That's great.
2: Yeah, like we rate people on the inbred meter. So we go like, all right, so this guy looks like 60% inbred. Um, <laughs> we just, I don't like insulting people, but you know, well, it, it kind of, If they, for they ask and for
1: they're it, they're paying you. Whatever. And the
2: people usually get a laugh out of it. So that's cool. Uh, but yeah, basically what's to expect in the future is live streams. Uh, we're still going to do the videos conventions, uh, but we kind of wanted to do like a travel series, but we don't have the money. Uh, and or sponsors for it, but uh, expect live streams that's gonna happen, and more videos, obviously.
1: That's awesome, dude. I'll keep an eye out. Um, so I think that's uh, we'll plan to do another episode. Yeah, and uh, I'll talk to you now after that. And yeah, so uh give your social media again. We'll end it on that note. Give your social yeah. media again, so f- people can find your your content and check you out. Yeah, sure. It's hilarious.
2: People of the internet you have reached this point of the podcast means you have listened to 125 minutes of me talking shit congratulations if you want to find me just go to the Manolo show on the YouTubes or the Manolo show on the Facebook and you can see a magical fat man do magical adventures and possibly touch the pussy
1: bro uh so I want to end it with the ay cabrón you gotta do it and it'll, that'll be like the last thing on the podcast
2: okay <clears throat> <Yo>. ay cabrón <laughs> I <laughs> like
1: that yeah you're good bro hey thank you for being on man i really appreciate it and uh thank you, man. you're a super cool guy and i had a lot of fun dude likewise this is good. well just talk for four, four hours later well there you have it uh like i said very interesting individual and he's gone through some things that are uh pretty out there but like subscribe, whatever, leave us a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media at the Juan on Juan Podcast. Uh shoot me an email. If you want to be on the show, want want anything, uh want me to cover anything. My email is the Juan on Juan Podcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for the support. And until next time.